Hey, hey, beauties. Welcome to a Sacred Space podcast. I'm Katie, your host, and I am so excited to share with you how to create sacred space in order to heal and empower yourself. I want you to know that it is possible to live your dream life, to create amazing relationships, to experience joy daily, to be fully connected to yourself and passionate about life. No matter where you're at right now, it is possible to heal your trauma, your anxiety, and live a life beyond your wildest dreams. In this podcast, I will share with you the tools and resources I've used in order to create my dream life. And if it's possible for me, I know it is for you too. So let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. So today I am here to talk to you about manifesting love, the chakra edition. And I'm really excited to talk to you about this. Um, My name is Katie and I am with Sacred Space with Katie. That is my little company. And um, today we are going to talk about how to create love in your life, to attract your ideal partner, your soulmate, by healing your core wounds within your chakras. So in case you didn't know, the chakra system is um, a, it's what I like to think of it as our inner light. So there are seven rays of light that consist of our energy body. We have our physical body and we have our energy body and there are seven rays of light. And those seven rays of light can be found um, within yourself, but they are also what creates your aura. Okay, which is outside of your physical self. It's the light outside of yourself, your energy field. It's what people feel when they when they meet you. It's what you feel when you meet another person. That's your aura. So your chakra system is very much, um, it is your soul in my opinion. It, it, it's, it's what makes up your soul. And it's very much rooted in your emotions. So it will hold on to your emotions and um, either those emotions are positive or those emotions are rooted in core wounds and tend to be negative and then that can cause actual physical health problems within the body but then it's also sending out this like vibration from your energy field that is going to dictate what you attract into your life so like how that ended up for me was that i had several core wounds i developed in childhood like pretty much everybody does. And I ended up attracting people who were very narcissistic, who um, tended to be very abusive, especially on the the verbal and um, psychological levels. So I didn't realize at the time that I was the one attracting that energy to myself. I thought that it was happening to me. I didn't realize that I was like bringing it in because I had these wounds inside myself that I hadn't healed. And so I was attracting the same um, thing into my life over and over and over. And that's really just the universe's way of helping us to learn what we need to learn about ourselves. It feels very, very painful at the time that it's happening, but it really is um, for the greater good. It's really to help you discover more about yourself so you can heal what you need to heal and move forward in life. So when we get stuck and we get stuck in relationships that are traumatic, um, what we need to look at is to go inward and look inside and ask ourselves, why might this be happening? 
And that's what I ended up doing a few years ago after I got out of a really um, traumatic relationship. I had looked back on all my relationships and realized that, you know, it was a bunch of different guys all treating me the same way and I was the common denominator. So I, I had already been working with my chakras at that point and I decided to really dive deep into it and really start to heal these wounds and find out what they were and heal them. And um, that's really what my work is based on. So today I'm gonna give you like a quick um, kind of overview like of what each chakra is, what core wound is typically held in that chakra and um, how you can begin to heal it. If you want to take that work deeper and you want to talk to me or work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can always schedule a free consult um, by going to my website and I'll put the um, contact page on my website down below this video in the description. So the first chakra is located at the base of your spine and this chakra is really, it's um, the root chakra it's what um, roots us and grounds us into this physical life. It's, so it's a very physically related um, chakra, okay? It's the most physically related and it is foundational. So it's a very important chakra to work with and it's usually the chakra that gets um, most damaged in childhood. Your lower three chakras are usually the ones that if you experience any kind of trauma in childhood, that's where you're gonna be like holding on to that is in your, your lower three chakras, typically. So the root chakra, um, like I said, is located at the base of your spine. If you think about it, it's like right above your pelvic floor. And um, that chakra, the color associated with it is red. The feelings associated with this chakra are safety, abundance, um, grace, gentleness, um, and it's, it's sort of more of a feminine energy. It's more of an, ex, of a receiving energy. The core wound associated with this chakra would be a feeling of being unsafe. So this is the first chakra that I directly started working with when I decided to heal my own core wounds and, and, um, manifest love, true love into my own life. This was a huge pivotal point. Of, of focus was working on the root chakra and I still work with my root chakra to this day years later because um, those feelings and those limiting beliefs of being unsafe um, can often happen in layers and they'll come up based on different situations so um, I definitely felt very unsafe in my life I definitely had a limiting belief that life was not safe and that I wasn't going to be supported or taken care of. So this is definitely something that most of us go through and most of us at some point in our life, most of us have a limiting belief or a core wound around the fact that life is not safe and that we are not supported or nourish, nourished in this life. So the, um, the best way to heal this core wound is going to be very, very much more physical, physically active, because the chakra is is such a um, physically motivated chakra. So what you're going to want to do is the then this is the first step that I took. Exercise is very very helpful, like doing yoga and that sort of thing helps you feel safer within your body and more calm. Meditation is very helpful. 
Um, if you struggle with meditation, I really struggled with it in the beginning, but what I ended up learning was that it was much more simpler than I was making it. And there are tons, I mean like plethoras of, of guided meditations on YouTube that you can um, use every single day and it makes meditation so easy. That's what I started out using and then I was just able to really take my meditation practice um, further and further over the years. So I highly recommend that um, <clears throat> if you feel unsafe in any kind of way, and you may not even recognize that you feel unsafe, but just ask yourself the question like, do I feel supported in my life? Do I feel nourished? Do I trust that God and the universe is going to take care of me? Do I um, trust that I um, am, am safe like in, a, in your day-to-day -day routines? Do you tend to scare easily? Do you um, tend to feel like you don't want to be alone? Like if you are alone, you have the TV going all the time so that you have background noise. Those are the kind of things like signs that you want to look at to see if you really do feel safe in this life. And if you are attracting traumatic situations into your life, if you're attracting abusive relationships on any level, I don't care if it's verbal, psychological, um, you know, physical, whatever level it is, if you're attracting abuse into your life, then there is a strong possibility that you have a core wound around safety and that your, your subconscious believes that you are not safe. Very important to feel safe in life if you want to bring in um, really, you know, amazing relationships and, and um, really amazing things into your life. Safety is related to trust. And if we don't feel safe, it makes it almost impossible for us to trust other people. If we don't trust other people and we don't trust God, then we, ha we really can't have a fulfilling relationship with people or a fulfilling relationship with ourselves. So trust and safety are deeply connected. And um, this is a really important aspect um, to acknowledge and to look at in your healing um, journey so that you can start creating love in your life and manifesting your soulmate. So um, all of that being said, um, aside from movement and meditation, you um, the w main thing that I did was I started creating sacred space in my home. Okay, so... I um, wrote a book on this. It's just like a really simple, like super thin book. And um, I give you all, it's based and rooted in feng shui, but sort of my own version of feng shui um, that makes it really, really simple. And it's, it's actually feng shui based on the chakra system. So it's a way of aligning with yourself and with your soul through your environment. And so basically what you're going to want to do is your standard like minimizing process where you um, remove any items that bring you pain. Bottom line, anything that brings you pain, anything that has a painful memory attached to it, you want to remove that from your home and, and let it go. Um, that's like step number one. And that's a little bit easier said than done. That's why in the book I do give you like some more um, steps to go through and like some journaling exercises and that sort of stuff to help you let go. Because letting go, it's hard to let go if you don't feel safe. And sometimes we even hang on to painful memories and pain and objects that bring us pain, whether we recognize that or not, 
we're still holding on to them because they do create like a false sense of security. They do create like a, a sense of security. We, when we've experienced pain in our lives over and over and over, that pain is becomes a comfort zone. That, um, that trauma that we're in becomes a place of safety for us. And while that, that place of safety, that comfort zone is, is detrimental really to our being and to our lifestyle, it feels safe and to step outside of that is is very very scary for someone who doesn't actually feel safe within themselves okay so i do include like journaling and that sort of stuff to help um, ease the process and move you through it but it is very very important to let those things go without letting go of objects that we attach to painful memories to trauma to old relationships it is literally impossible to move on. If you feel stuck in your life right now, if you feel stuck in a relationship, if you feel stuck in a place of pain, emotional pain, um, the like if you only did this one thing and just let go of the objects in your home and in your environment that are, are reminding you of that pain, it would change everything. It would move that energy forward. So um, that is a very, very important key aspect. It was one, it was the first thing that I did and it really changed a lot for me. So that's the first aspect to um, creating sacred space. And then what you wanna do from there is start creating a home and an environment that is fully supportive. And so what I mean by that is it's going to be rooted in an intention. So my intention for my home is love. It's love and it's connection and it's intimacy. And that's the, um, that's the environment that I move towards creating. So I like to include like really fun things. I like to include fluffy blankets and pillows, um, anything that makes me feel nourished and supported. And I know what that is because I gravitate towards it. So you will know what that is for you because you will also gravitate towards what makes you feel supported and nourished. And so you just start creating all the different aspects of your home based on this intention, whatever your intention is for yourself. And again, in the book, like I do discuss how to discover your intention and I give you like all the different ideas of, of what, um, like if you're stuck on what that looks like for you, I have tons of ideas in the book. But either way, you just wanna ask yourself, like how do I wanna feel in my home? Because an intention is a feeling. So how do you wanna feel in your home? And what would bring you the feelings of safety and support? So really focus on that. And then that's pretty much like the basic gist of it. There's more details that I go into in the book, but that's, and you can get the book, I'll, I'll put the link below this video. It's like nine bucks or 10 bucks on Amazon. But um, either way, that's, the basic gist of creating sacred space in your home and creating an environment that provides you safety and nourishment. I have found no other root chakra practice that works like this one does. So I highly, highly recommend that you do that. The point of that and the reason that you would want to do that is again, to create safety within yourself. If you don't feel safe, you cannot look within. And so we start in the physical environment. We start with our um, root chakra, which is very much rooted in our physical environment. And we start building a foundation that is going to allow us to look within ourselves and address our emotions and address our core wounds. 
So this is where you wanna start. You wanna start by creating a foundation that is going to allow you to begin to trust, to begin to move forward, to begin to create more love in your life, and then from there, manifest your soulmate, and then from there, um, you know, manifest more money and, and whatever your dreams are, okay? So it helps, it's like getting to that place of this is where I'm gonna start, and I'm going to support myself, and I'm gonna nourish myself, and I'm gonna create this connection with myself. And I'm gonna, and then you're gonna, from there, you're gonna start creating a deeper connection with your higher self or with God, and that is gonna take you to the next level, into the next level, into the next level. So that's what we're doing with the root chakra. We're creating a foundation. We are allowing those roots to grow strong and deep rather than being shallow and thin and brittle and rooted in a limiting belief that you don't feel safe. Okay, so. Um, so that is the root chakra. Next, we have the sacral chakra, which is located below your belly button. And this chakra is all about the emotions of connection and um, rebirth and um, flow. It's um, very feminine in, in itself and it's very much rooted in relationships. Okay, so like most of the stuff that you're going to experience in your relationships, especially if it's like frustration, um, anger, um, disconnection, that sort of stuff that you experience in relationships, especially if you've been in traumatic relationships, that is going to all be coming from your sacral chakra. So for me, I, especially early on in my life, I experienced um, a lot of deep disconnection. I felt very, very separated from everyone around me and that led me to having relationships that always ended up in complete disconnection or felt completely disconnected during the relationship and that would create extreme frustration for me which would later turn into anger and resentment and bitterness down the road and then the relationship would end so um, and it was another reason why I would attract um, abuse into my life and I would attract um, narcissism and narcissistic behavior um, into my life because I was deeply disconnected from myself and my own flow and again this came down to um, to feeling safe and to trusting and that was a huge part of that but once I created the sacred space for myself once I um, had a really good um, chakra practice that I did every single day then I was able to have that foundation where I was able to look at my emotions that I was holding onto in my sacral chakra. The sacral chakra is very, very emotionally related and it's, it's related to the emotions that are pretty heavy, the ones that we usually don't want to look at. So the, the shadow emotions of the sacral chakra are, is, are going to be shame, guilt, um, and like I said, disconnection. Okay, and frustration. Frustration is a big one. Um, so you want, in order, again, in order to be able to really look at your shame and to address your shame and really be able to honor it, um, you do have, you do really want to have that foundation built for yourself. And then once you're there, once you feel like you know, I feel safe in this space, even if it's just one room that you've created like a very safe space for yourself, I feel safe here. Now I can look in inside and see, you know, what's going on. Where am I feeling shame? So 
Um, shame is an, the um, emotion that disconnects us greatly. Shame is disconnection. It's like a it's like a deep fear of connection. And usually, whenever we feel shame, it's it's rooted in some kind of deep humiliation, feelings of unworthiness, and so the core wound around this chakra is going to be I am unworthy. So root chakra, I am unsafe. Sacral chakra, I am unworthy. So. Um, in order to address that, we first need to address the feelings of shame and honor those feelings of shame. And so one of the ways that I did this um, was that I wrote down a list of what shame looked like to me. All the ways that I had felt shame, what it looked like to me. And I just was able to, through that process of writing that down, I was able to release those feelings of shame and shame constantly comes up. It's not like you do this one time and you never feel shame again. Like we are humans, we experience emotion. The problem is, is that if we are not releasing that emotion when we, if we're not honoring it and releasing it, when we experience it, it gets stuck. And it gets stuck in our sacral chakra and it poisons all of the other chakras basically. And so then we stay stuck in that shame cycle, which brings that is sending out a vibration. That emotion is sending out a vibration, so it's gonna bring more shame into our lives. If we're sending out shame, we're bringing in shame because what's happening on the inside happens on the outside. There's no difference. So it's very, very important that when we feel an emotion, we don't resist it, we don't ignore it, we look at it and we honor it. And shame loves, loves to be written out. It will totally release itself if you just journal about it. And it's not as hard as you would think. Like when you first start, it might feel very uncomfortable, but that's why I did the list. So with the list process, you're just gonna write at the top of the page, shame looks like, and then just start writing everything out that shame looks like to you. What is shame to you? How have you experienced shame? When was the first time that you, ex you remember feeling shame? And you just start by doing that and it releases all of those feelings. It releases all of the shame and the guilt and the things that you may have been holding on to since you were a small child. So, and again, remember it's a process. Be very gentle with yourself, create your safe space, and, and allow yourself to move through this process, okay? So next, we move on to the solar plexus. And the solar plexus gets its worthiness because the solar plexus is about like confidence and empowerment. And so it gets its worthiness from the sacral chakra. If we are in a, a space of I am unworthy, then we cannot pull that energy up, for, or I am unsafe, we cannot pull that energy up from the lower two chakras, the sacral and the root, into our solar plexus to create confidence and empowerment in our lives, okay? So the solar plexus is located right in between, like right underneath your breast, like right in between your rib cages, above the belly button. So it's our sunshine place, it's our center, it's where we experience being centered, it's where we experience, like I said, confidence and empowerment. And so confidence really comes from understanding um, like a core sense of self-worth and, and like a core sense of I am enough, okay? And so when we don't feel worthy and we have stuck emotions around shame and guilt, then all of that is going to cause um, solar plexus issues. So it's gonna cause anxiety. It can cause a lot of fear. Um, often that's where 
your solar plexus is where you feel your anxiety and where you feel your fear because it's all coming from those core wounds of not being worthy, not being enough, or feeling unsafe. So with the solar plexus, responsibility is the key to empowerment. So when we take responsibility for our lives, when we look at our lives and we see, okay, I'm the common denominator. I am, I am somehow bringing things into my life that are causing me pain. Why is that happening? What lesson do I need to learn here? Now, this is not about blame because blame does not create empowerment. <laughs> blaming yourself does not create empowerment and blaming others does not create empowerment because blame always puts us into a victim mindset. It will always disempower us. So you never want to blame yourself. You always want to be very grace-giving with yourself. You are a human being. You are having an experience. Um, on this earth and every experience that you have had, no matter how painful, no matter how traumatic, has been an opportunity for you to learn something, for you to remember something about your highest self, for you to connect with God. All of the things that we experience happen, may not happen necessarily for a reason, but they can all be used for good. And they can all be turned into something that gives life to our life and to us. So. Um, all of that being said, responsibility is what creates empowerment. And so what we want to do in this space, in our solar plexus space, is address the issues in our life that we see be, as being a pattern. Okay, like finding your patterns and your cycles is key to breaking them. If you don't know what the pattern is, if you don't know what the cycle is, if you don't know why you keep attracting men into your life who treat you like crap, then there's no way for you to break that cycle. So you want to be really willing to look at that cycle, not place blame on yourself, not say, or place blame on another person, not be, um, you know, having self-talk that is negative towards yourself, but simply just looking at it and saying, what are the cycles and patterns and how can I move through these and create something new, okay? So what I did with this, when I was in this space, <coughs> and I was healing from my own cycles and patterns, and mine were deeply rooted in, in abuse, and they were deeply rooted in, in emotional unavailability and disconnection, and that was what I attracted into my life. And so I had to look at that and find out, you know, how does that all correlate? Why does this happen? And so what I did is I wrote down every single relationship that I had, how the person acted in the relationship, how I felt in the relationship, and you know any like key things I could remember that happened in the relationship. And it took me like an hour, maybe two to do that. But I'm telling you, there's never been like something more beneficial aside from the sacred space thing that I've, I've done toward my healing. So, well, all of this is like highly beneficial. It's all, all the steps to how I healed. So, but that one thing, like I can remember it, like I was, it was like yesterday and it was like two and a half, maybe three years ago that I did that. And it was like a profound moment for me. It was like my eyes finally opened. I saw all these patterns that I had created in my relationships. 
I saw how it was all happening and how it related to other areas of my life. And that's really when um, things started to heal for me. And it was simply because I took responsibility for the fact that I have cycles and patterns that are mine. They're just mine. They're nobody else's. And I'm in control of them. And I have the ability to break those patterns and create new ones that are more beneficial for me and, and for everyone around me. So I really, really encourage you to do that. Um, I will be having a, um, like a self-paced course coming out that that's one of the things that I'll help take you through. And it, it's like a journaling prompt course, um, audio course. It's 21 days of journaling to help you um, discover your cycles and patterns and move through those. So I will have that coming out shortly, but until then, um, right after this video, I encourage, or you can pause the video now and just try that. But I really do encourage you to write down every relationship you ever had and anything you can remember from the relationship, especially how you felt during that relationship. Okay, so that's the solar plexus work. And um, next we move into the heart chakra. So the heart chakra is obviously all about love, unconditional love and unconditional acceptance. And this is what every single one of us wants. We want to feel unconditionally accepted and we want to feel unconditionally loved. And that's where we're move, what we're moving towards. That's what we want. That is the goal. I find that the heart chakra and the mind are very much related. And um, so what happens in the mind is going to directly affect all the rest of our chakras because what happens in the mind is what creates our emotions. So self-talk in this area, in the heart chakra area, is very, very important. How do you talk to yourself? Are you loving and kind to yourself? Are you encouraging to yourself? Do you accept your flaws? Do you accept that you're a human being and that you're not perfect and you just are who you are <laughs> and there's nothing to fix? Do you accept that it's possible that you are a completely whole person and there's nothing broken about you? I know that it can be really hard to um, look at yourself and choose to believe that you're whole and complete as you are. It was for me. I really started this journey like really trying to fix myself, really trying hard to like fix everything about myself. And sometimes I still tend to end up in that space of like something's wrong with me and I need to fix myself. But the bottom line is, is that we were all created whole and complete already. We came into this life whole and complete. We will leave, we will leave this life whole and complete because we are spirits and our spirits are a part of God. And this is where our, our heart chakra is directly related to um, our beliefs about God and our heart chakra is, is directly related to our spiritual connection with God. And it's very hard to believe about yourself and talk to yourself in a positive way in an empowering way and to unconditionally accept yourself and unconditionally love love yourself when you don't have a spiritual connection so this would be the space where i would recommend having a spiritual practice that you do every day i developed my spiritual practice by reading like six or seven different books and then i combined a bunch of stuff from all of those different books and then a few things from myself um, into a daily practice that I do that varies day to day. And I actually have that um, exact practice that's free on my website. You can download it. If you just go to sacredspacewithkatie.com, it's right there on the top banner. 
Um, I don't know how much longer I'll have that available. So if you go there and it's not there and you really want it, just email me and I'll, I'll send it to you. But um, I really do believe in the power of a daily spiritual practice, a, the power of a daily mantra and a daily intention and really connecting into your heart space and really um, allowing surrender and allowing, um, you know, a higher power to direct your life and to co-create with you. Because the truth is, is that we're really not able to do anything on our own. We didn't come into this world alone. We don't leave this world alone. We are never alone. Out there in the spiritual realm, we are not alone. And we're not alone here. We are all intricately connected, deeply connected. And it's, it's just simply the belief that we're separated that causes us to feel like we are, that we are alone and we have to do things on our own. And that is really a lie. It's just a complete lie. The truth is, is that we are here. We need each other. We are social beings. This has been proven by science like over and over what disconnection does to us as human beings. And it creates addiction and it creates pain and it creates suffering and it creates war and it creates all of these things. Everything that we see happening on the planet today is a result of believing that we're separate from God and that we're separate from each other. And if, if more of us were able to really restore that place in our hearts where we know that we are one with God and that we know we are one with ourselves and we know we are um, one with others, that we are deeply connected to, to every other human being on this planet, that, that would change. Our entire world would change. We wouldn't see the war that we see. We wouldn't see poverty. We wouldn't see abuse. We wouldn't see these things because all of those things are coming from the pain of believing in separation. And believing in separation is the same as acting as if separation is the truth and living from that space. And that's, that's what we, we all have sort of been raised to feel and believe is that we're separate. And so with the heart chakra, the biggest takeaway from that is oneness. And you really have to start within yourself doing that. It's so, it can be really hard and feel very unsafe to move toward feeling oneness with, with others when we don't feel that within ourselves. So, so the thing here is to really watch yourself talk, create a daily spiritual practice where you're really connecting to God, to universe, to the divine, whatever um, name you want to call it, but you're connecting to a higher power. You're connecting to not something outside of yourself necessarily, but what is deeply within yourself, okay? And again, I have um, my own daily spiritual practice. If you want it, it's on my website. You can have that if you need a place to get started. So that's the heart chakra. It's a big one, but it's also one of the best places to work with. It's, it can be a very beautiful and freeing experience. Um, next, we have the throat chakra. And so the throat chakra is located right here. And um, it symbolizes freedom and honesty and authenticity. So once we have this beautiful foundation of sacred space and safety for ourselves and, and we're beginning to feel worthy and we're beginning to take responsibility for our lives and we're moving toward um, you know, healing our hearts and we're moving toward um, forgiving ourselves and others and we're moving toward um, uh, 
a spiritual practice. Once we start doing that, then we start opening up this space here where we're able to share what we're going through. We're able to be honest with others. We're able to be vulnerable with others. We're able to um, be honest with ourselves, like really sharing our, our, our honest, this is how I feel right now um, situation with ourselves. Because that can be one of the hardest things. I don't think that in my entire life up until a few years ago that I was ever really honest with myself about how I felt about anything. And once I started doing that, it made a huge difference for me. And I, I stopped attracting, I kept wondering, this is a funny thing because I kept wondering why I always attracted men who lied to me. They would just lie about everything. Didn't matter what it was. And I, 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 I used to lie when I was a child. I used to lie a lot. And then, um, I stopped doing it. I realized how detrimental it was to my life. And like in my very early twenties, I just, I just stopped lying. And, um, I don't think that I ever got like to a deep level of self-honesty at all, but I stopped lying out outside of myself and, <clears throat> but I still attracted people who would just lie to me all the time. And I couldn't understand why I attracted that. And so when I really started, began to notice and work with my throat chakra and notice that I really wasn't being honest with myself, that I wasn't being honest with myself about what I wanted. I wasn't being honest with myself about what I needed. I wasn't being honest with myself about how I felt. These things were what, what was creating that vibration of dishonesty and bringing that into my life as a mere reflection so that I could see I'm not being honest, even though I think that I am on an outside sort of like surface level, I think that I'm being honest, but inside I was still lying to myself. So, um, and so then I was lying to other people too, because I was being like a people pleaser and I wasn't actually being honest about what I really wanted with others. So this is a huge deal. Um, I think that the best place to start with this is, <clears throat> and this is what I did, is get clear on what you really want. So what do you need? What do you want? Where have you starved yourself? Where are you depriving yourself from things that you want and need? What would your life look like if you had full permission to do what you wanted and be however you wanted? What would, what would freedom look like in your life? And I think that's a really good question to ask. And I think that if you just write that down on a piece of paper, what would freedom look like in my life? What would my life look like if I gave myself complete permission to have anything that I wanted? And you wrote that down. Um, that was like a huge, huge thing for me. And I had a huge list of stuff that I never even really realized that I wanted, like it was in there, but I had never paid any attention to it. And so if you don't know what you want in life, you really can't get it. You have to know what you want. It has to be very, very conscious. And then the other thing I did um, in relation to the throat chakra is that I wrote down who my ideal soulmate was. I wrote down like what he looked like, how he acted, um, you know, all the things, what his personality was like, how he felt about certain things that were important to me, all that kind of stuff. And I wrote all of that down. And then I also wrote down what sacred union meant to me. And, um, and I wrote down like in detail what that looked like, what level of intimacy I wanted and what level of connection I wanted and how that looked. 
So I really dove really, really deep into that and I, I really went into it so that I could discover what it was that I really wanted and then I was able to manifest that. So um, I think I mentioned previously that I do have a course coming up, the 21 day do it yourself course that, uh, that allows you to go through all of these steps. So I do have all those journaling prompts and the audios that go with them to explain this in deeper, um, deeper form. So if you want that, um, just reach out to me via email. Um, my contact information will be below this video and I'll let you know when that is available. Okay, so next we have the third eye, right there. So our third eye chakra um, and our crown chakra are very much related to, um, you know, God consciousness, okay? And so it's sort of the areas where we receive, we receive light and like divine downloads and um, intuitive information. This would be like our connection to our like, greater spirit okay so with the third eye and the crown chakra they kind of go together and work together fear is really going to block that so if you have a lot of fear happening in your mind and again this is going to come down to a root chakra safety building a foundation but if you have a lot of fear happening in your mind and you are tend towards worry like I do and um, perfectionism and controlling behavior and that kind of stuff, those things are gonna block you and your connection with God and with the universe, okay? And again, like having that spiritual connection is what's going to bring things into your life. We do not create anything on our own. Everything is co-created. We cannot just um, decide that someone is our soulmate and that's it. Like it has, that person has to be involved in that choice too. Like that person has to be like, yes, I see you. And you're like, yes, I see you. And, and it's co-created together. And the same thing happens with our relationship with God. We have to be willing to see that God exists within us and that we are connected to God and build a relationship with God, which is essentially building a relationship with ourselves. because to know God is to know yourself and to know yourself is to know God. And so that's really where the the third eye and the crown chakra have their whole thing they're very much related to your relationship with god and how willing you are to have that so the third eye is going to be like inner sight inner vision so it's not what you see with your two eyes because we our eyes can only see what we believe and what we perceive. And what we perceive is based on our belief system. So if we have a belief system that the world is unsafe, that trauma and pain is around every corner, that is what we see. It's like the rope that we thought was a snake, but it's really just a rope. But you think it's a snake because that's what you see. That's, that is the paradigm of your world. Okay, so fear causes or blocks our vision from, from seeing life as it really is. And so when you're working with your third eye and your crown chakra, what you're working on is your mind. You're working on your beliefs. You're working on letting go of those limiting beliefs. So a good practice here, and obviously you can tell that I, I love journaling. I think it works the best. But um, a good practice here would be to ask yourself, what do I believe about the world? What do I believe about myself? What do I believe about God? And that's the big one, because some people are even triggered by the word God. And for a long time, I was too. I was very triggered by that word. And 
I had to really work on that and I had to really work on my relationship with the divine and with the universe and discover what that meant to me before I was able to um, heal that trigger and heal the limiting beliefs that I had around God and, and what that meant. So find out what you believe about God. And then when you look at it and, and if it's things that you don't like and you don't, those aren't really what you want to believe, just create new beliefs. Like, what do you want to believe about God? Who is God to you? Because inherently you know. Your soul knows who God is to you. Like, without a doubt. And if you just ask the question, who is God to me? Or what is God to me? And you let your pen flow, all the things will start coming out that you didn't realize were there before. And some really good books to help heal um, inner wounds around spiritual trauma, especially if you were raised in the church or you're raised in a situation where you were traumatized around your own spirituality and your own intuitive gifts, um, are Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. That, that book healed me insanely, and I ended up reading all three of them. Um, but that book is amazing. It's beautiful. Um, a Course in Miracles, that's a big one, but it's definitely healing and it definitely explains what the Bible is talking about in a whole in a whole different light that makes sense to my soul. So, but you have to find what works for you. I believe that a relationship with God is very um, personal and it's it's very unique in, in its own way. I do believe there are universal truths about God, but I also believe that like everybody's relationship with God manifests in its own unique way. So find what works for you, but definitely um, explore that topic so that you can have your mind open and you can start co-creating the life that you want and the life that you deserve because you are worthy of love. You were created worthy of love because you are love <laughs> and you deserve to have um, love in your life and you deserve to have all everything that you want happen in your life for you. And that's really like the point of these videos because I, that's what I believe in. I decided that um, it was true for me and that I was worthy of love. And I decided I was going to take responsibility for where my life was at and really start working on all of the things that were holding me back from um, creating, co-creating the life that I wanted to have. So I hope this video has been very helpful. If it has, please give me a like and a comment and a subscribe. I'm going to do more videos like this, um, <clears throat> all based on how to manifest love in your life, how to create love in your life, because you deserve love and you are worthy of it. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. For free resources, eBooks, and other super awesome tools, go to my website, sacredspacewithkatie.com. I also want to remind you to subscribe so you always get the latest episode and to leave a review so other people can find this podcast too. I super appreciate you tuning in today and I will catch you in the next episode. Have a beautiful day.